Hello, and welcome to Fempreneur True Confessions. Welcome, everybody. I am Laura, and I am the owner of ODAA Virtual Assistant Agency. Um, and yes, Oda is my nickname, so that is part of the title. Um, and we are um, a small boutique agency that helps small businesses um, to grow and scale their businesses confidently. Um, we love to help behind the scenes so that you can focus on your business the way that um, you love and enjoy it. Your superpower and the stuff that you don't like to do, we help you delegate that out and support you in your business and be your cheerleaders behind the scenes so that you can be your best. Awesome. And I'm Angelique with Lady Pyro Solutions and Lady Pyro Solutions takes a heart-centered approach to offering project and event management to women entrepreneurs that are on fire and lighten up the world with their passion and drive. And we help them to achieve their mission in the most authentic way possible. Laura and I kind of do a lot of the same stuff, not in its entirety, but really, really simple. And what we found early on was that rather than feeling like we needed to compete with each other, um, because we are in the same type of business, we chose to take an abundance mindset. And that is that there is more than enough for everyone. And, um, and we refer clients to each other and that's, I love that. And I think that is so cool stuff that I don't want to do or can't do, or don't have the team for, I refer to Laura and vice versa. So, um, and, uh, that's, that's what we do and we are what comprises Fempreneur True Confessions. Absolutely. So together, our mission is to empower women in business um, and to live a life of um, authenticity um, while supporting each other. So instead of competing with each other, which we show here, um, that we are of abundance mindset. We don't want to compete, but we want to support women in business um, in a way that we feel that is true and authentic to us. So we do model that authenticity through our business, our personal relationships, um, and every aspect of our world and our life. We're very open and supportive of each other. Um, and like I said, cheerleaders, we cheerlead our clients from behind the scenes and each other um, in a way that helps empower women um, and hopefully empowering them to do the same for each other as well. Yeah. And that's what the podcast is about, right? To normalize the challenges, share the lessons we learn. The common goal is to lift other women up and never tear them down, to normalize what it looks like when women succeed at supporting each other, building up each other's confidence and encouraging each other to use our gifts and passions to fulfill our life's calling. So we're here in the podcast, through the podcast, to build maintain and grow a sisterhood that believes in this abundance mindset. We're all on the same page about that. We're, we're sharing our struggles so that we can help each other um, rise to our highest potential. Um, and uh, with us today is another woman that is modeling that. And so Laura, please introduce our guest today. Welcome everyone here with us today. We have Millen Livis um, and she's a self-made millionaire millionaire um, who was able to beat the odds after she got divorced. 
She was depressed and financially broke, yet was able to transform her life from the inside out. And she is um, she's also an international holistic financial holistic financial independence mentor, sought after international That's a speaker, best selling author, investor, and entrepreneur. Um, a formal, former Wall Street executive, MBA graduate of the acclaimed Wharton Business School, and a holder of a master's degree in physics. Wow. Um, so Millen is also a certified neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, and timeline therapy practitioner, certified instant miracle energy healer, and certified Theta Theta Healing Practitioner. Um, in her work, Millen combines her traditional and holistic education to help clients elevate their financial intelligence so that they have more money with less stress and less risk and become financially independent or retire faster and enjoy more freedom in their lives without having to worry about money. She does that by mentoring people in four areas of life that influence financial success the most. Money mindset, money management, money investing, and spirituality. Using the millionaire method, her time test system for creating financial independence. And then Millen is truly living, um, is truly living in her message. She was financially independent for over 13 years, owns beautiful homes in resort-like locations in the south of France and South Florida, and guides and supports her clients from all over the world. Love it. Millionaire. Wow. Welcome. <laughs> Thank I you know, so I much. I love that plan. Thank you works. so much, uh, Angelique and Laura, for inviting me. And uh, I like that it's uh, um, not a lecture kind of podcast. It's a uh, uh, chatting on the porch kind of podcast yeah i think that's what we want uh, as entrepreneur we want more informal um connections like people are starving for connections and so i appreciate this opportunity to chat with you on the virtual porch yeah absolutely so where are you joining us what virtual porch are you joining us from right now well at the moment i'm in uh, south florida and i'm going back to france uh, mid-may yeah i usually leave okay. half, half. Yeah. all right awesome well i'm in florida in central florida and laura oh. is in oklahoma so oh i was just wondering because you wear warm scarf i was like i'm curious where angelique right now but okay here you go angelique <laughs> is in a really well air-conditioned home. <laughs> and when I sit for long periods like this for the podcast, I get cold and I know I'm going to get cold. I've learned. So I'm just dressing accordingly. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. So uh, you um, invited me to share some stories, right, that will demonstrate the journey of uh, um, common entrepreneurial woman. Yeah. And uh, I think that everybody has a story and everybody everybody's story is unique. And uh, I'm not saying that my story is more unique than anybody else, but it's kind of uh, um, unique in a way that, you know, I was not born in this country. I uh, actually came to the United States 33 years ago from Lithuania, which used to be a Soviet Union. 
And uh, when I came, I didn't even speak English. So my, my beginning was very entrepreneurial because I had to basically find a way to support my family without even being able to speak the language. Although I was well-educated, I had a degree in physics and uh, had experience, but you know, I couldn't work. So that was my beginning. And I always wanted to, um, I, I always wanted to learn how to invest in the stock market. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Just like I wanted to study physics since I was six years old girl. I have no idea how I knew what I wanted, but that's what happened to me. So anyway, uh, I did create my American dream, right? I worked on Wall Street for many years. I, you know, went from being an IT uh, consultant to being an executive and Everything looked like on the surface, looked like a perfect American dream, a perfect family, job, money, finally home, etc. And then one day I was sitting in my prestigious office in Walter Center I used to work with in and uh, looking at the computer and I felt so for months and months, I felt so empty inside. I look at the at myself <laughs> at the reflection and um, I asked myself do you see yourself living that way for the not another 10 20 years and the answer was mm -hmm. absolutely not and it's not always easy even when you know that something needs to be changed to change right it's not but I always felt that if I don't change I, I would die it it's very weird I was fairly young but I felt like I was dying inside. Well, yes, and that's so true, though. If we don't change, most often we do die. Yeah, and you know you how know? many people are half alive right now? Like, they look yes. alive, but they don't really feel alive. And so that was me. That was me. And I also was living in a comfortable financially marriage that was loveless for years. And I was in a career that was meaningless, but financially comfortable. And uh, being a crazy hat that I am, I was like, I'm going to change this. So I walked away from my marriage, which basically put me in a very precarious situation because my family stopped talking to me because like, he's not beating you up. He's not drinking. What's wrong with you? You have a baby, baby. Well, she was growing up. She went to college. That's, that's a baby. <laughs> But anyway, so that's, um, that was my decision. And uh, I also, at the same time, I decided to resign from uh, my very financially comfortable wow. job. That's a lot of change at one time. Yeah. And I like, that's something about me. When I make the decision, I act. And um, so anyway, it's a, it's, it's a little bit long story, but I think it might be interesting to your viewers because... It was a choice between financially being financially comfortable because I could stay at, the, at this job. They promised that I could stay, but I had to be full time or go to the Wharton Business School, which, you know, it was one of my dreams and, you know, to have a good education in this country. I was accepted, but I, but I couldn't do both. I couldn't do part time and, and mm. go to school. And they said, make the decision. Initially, they promised that they will do that, but then they changed the decision. And so that was the moment for me to make the decision, in another decision, in terms of following my intuition. Like, I 
I wanted to go like all my um, inner being was like, I want to go to, to, to this business school. But it was on the surface, it was very impractical and very uncomfortable decision. So I decided to resign. And that was uh, two months before 9-11. And I was oh, wow. in the center. So I was saved because of my intuition. So on 9-11, I was just across the river, seeing 9-11 live in complete disbelief because I knew that I would have been there should yes. I made, uh, have made a different decision and you know just follow the money convenience trail yeah. versus path yeah. versus what I, what I chose. So that's one story. And uh, if, if that's okay with you, I think I would like to share the lessons, right? My lesson was yeah. intuition is very powerful. It's very <laughs> real. It's very real. And that was one of the lessons that I took from this, like listen to your intuition. And another one from this experience was you were saved for a reason. And from this point on, I was like, what is the reason? Why? Why I was mm -hmm. saved? like a lot of my friends were there so then okay so I went to this prestigious business school had no idea why I went there right so graduated and then everybody expects that you know now that you have this prestigious degree you will go back to corporate and I was like no I was unhappy there I was looking for solution I thought that you know having this degree will uh, offer a solution it didn't so the lesson from this was, okay, before the lesson, let me share the story. So I was like, I'm not going back again. My, my friends were like, what's wrong with you? Like everybody who has degree from Wharton is like, you know, making more money, growing, uh, uh, climbing corporate ladder. And I felt that it's not the life I want to live, but I was not clear. I didn't have mm -hmm. clarity and it's right. so hard when you when you don't have clarity you're looking for something and what if i make mistake what if i turn left and what is wrong and what if i turn right and that would be wrong it was very challenging and um that was the moment when i pause and i ask myself what is important to you what is it that would make you feel this is this feels right and the answer was freedom the answer was freedom. After all, that's why I left uh, communist uh, Soviet Union. Yes. After all, that's why I left uh, the co convenient corporate job, right? So, but then the next question was, okay, freedom, but how can you get freedom? How can you experience that? You have to be financially free. You cannot experience freedom if you constantly worry about money. Mm -hmm. So... Okay, so financial freedom. So I'm just sharing with you my kind of thinking, like, how can yeah. I bless you? How can Sorry. I become financially free? And um, so I started researching, and uh, the conclusion was to be financially free, you've got to have multiple sources of income. At this time, and I'm very transparent, I didn't think about being an entrepreneur or not being an entrepreneur. I just wanted to it to be free, free from being with a man who, you know, maybe I don't want to be with or working for the boss I don't want to work for or being dependent on government. So I, freedom was my North Star. 
So when I realized that I have to develop multiple sources of uh, income, that's when I started thinking like, what can, how can I do that? So I founded my um, real estate investment company, my first entrepreneurial venture. Got very fortunate, got business partners and things were really doing well. And then 2008 happened and uh, market crashed, business crashed and I crashed with the business. And that's when at that time I was living in a one bedroom because when I walked out from my marriage, like I left him everything because I felt like it's my decision. So I take responsibility. So I, I was uh, uh, living in this tiny uh, apartment in Hoboken, New Jersey. And um, I became so depressed, so embarrassed, so ashamed that I basically wasted my life. That's how I felt, like, like constantly, you're such a failure, you're such a failure. And it was a very painful place to be. So quick question. Yeah. What, how old were you when you decided to leave the marriage and the corporate environment? Early 40s. 34. Early 40s. Uh, 40. Early 40s. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just, uh, for some reason, I feel like that's important because I think a lot of women our age and, 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 and Laura, your age, you know, feel like, uh, you know, that it, they're getting close to that point where I can't start over. And so I just feel like it's important for women to know that you can start over at any point. I, I, I love what you just said. Angelique, I love it because it's my belief as well that it's never too late, never too late to start over. Okay. Or to because, start again. Or start again. Because, you know, you may say that life is short, but when you're miserable, it's very long. Okay. Oh, so yes. it's, really, it's really very important to, um, to feel good about not only uh, maybe your marriage or maybe your career but about yourself you've got to find the way to like yourself i don't i didn't always like myself and it's very nice to feel that you can actually honestly say you know what i love who i am right so and it's, it's very never, it's never ever too late to start over and uh, where was I? I forgot. Um, Sorry. Sorry, I interrupted your flow. So, so, so the 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 um, place I was was very painful, and that was the moment. And I believe that was the my spiritual awakening because I was not raised in a religious family. I was not really, uh, you know, uh, into spiritual spiritual principles. I didn't know much about this. And because I was very lonely, I didn't have anyone else to ask for help. That was the moment when I intuitively started praying and just spending time in silence and meditating, you know, and things like that. So I believe that it was a dark night of my soul and it also mm -hmm. was my spiritual awakening and my heart broke open during that time because... When I was in corporate, I was such a, like, I was like a corporate um, uh, suit, you know, like I was a female, but I was so masculine in my way of thinking, in my way of um, perceiving myself in, in everything, right? 
mm-hmm. that I was hard. I was hardened. Mm-hmm. And this experience really opened my heart. And uh, I think that was probably necessary. And, you know, sometimes universe, universe uh, knocks and then it kicks your ass because it's like, okay, knock didn't work. <laughs> now it has to be something really hard. Yeah. <laughs> So that, that was my experience. So that's what happened. And I just want to tell you, I really believe that I was saved by the grace of God because I was introduced to the coach who um, was God sent and he was expensive for me. Um, and I remember he said, Milan, you have to work with me. And I was like, I can't afford you. And yeah. he said, you can't afford, you cannot afford not to work with me. And yeah. he was right. So he helped me to shift my uh, perspectives of what's possible, my perceptions of what success is, right? My definition of success and who I am. And this is so important because a lot of people, when they think about like entrepreneurial journey, they think, what do I want to do? Where can I make more money? things like that, right? They don't think that you have to be ready inside. You have to be this person who will be able to serve other, who is in a place to give because mm-hmm. you have the, you have you are full enough, fulfilled enough inside, right? So I was running on empty before. And so he helped me to realize that. So I started feeling better, thinking better. It's like, you know, I I really I remember it felt like, you know, I was the flower that started to open. And uh, during this time, I made really good decisions and I started, you know, really uh, functioning better. And within seven years, seven years, I became financially independent. And then when I became financially financially independent, that's when I was like, okay, what's now? Now I, I can choose to work. I don't have to work. Isn't it a beautiful place to be? But you know what? It's not enough to have money. You have to be healthy and you have to feel fulfilled. And I realized that I got all this experience that I accumulated during this time. And it was a need to give birth, like to write this. And I'm not a writer. I told you I didn't even speak English when I came to this country. But uh, I started writing not because I wanted to be a published author, but because I could not not to write. And that's how my first books, my first two books were written. The first book was a shift toward um, purpose, uh, um, a shift toward purpose, secrets to an amazing career, where I talk about my transition from corporate to 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 entrepreneurship, my struggle, my prayers, my um, dark night of the soul moment, and things like that. So, and then. Uh, year later i wrote a book called a shift toward abundance secrets to financial freedom where i talk about duality of money it has spiritual nature and it has practical nature and i talk about uh, different assets that you can invest in so basically just uh, another aspect of my journey and then when i finally published these books to my shock they became bestsellers as like me you know, like, again, I uh, at that time, I was still not fully embodying my power, right? Um, so I said, okay, people read books, but they don't act on this. So what's next? 
And that's why I called myself accidental uh, entrepreneur because I was not dreaming to be an entrepreneur. My dream was to live life of freedom. But then once you have this financial freedom, it's like it's almost uh, a need to give, right? Because giving is a new getting. Like you cannot be fulfilled unless you give whether it's uh, experience, whether it's uh, your time, etc. right? So you've got to give. So and that's when I started thinking that I want to work with other women and help them to become financially successful as well. And that's kind of how I transitioned into um, like entrepreneurship, not just being an investor, but also being entrepreneur. And that's how my company was born. And the name of my company is There to Change Life which I believe that that's what uh, I, I've done in my life. And that's very important when you know that something needs to be changed. It's knowing is not enough. You have to really act on this knowing and there to do that. And uh, so that's how my entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial career started. And it was very bumpy. I had no idea what I was doing because I thought like, well, it's, it's going to be fun. I will have, you know, more flexibility. I will only work, let's say, uh, three days a week and five hours a day and things like that. Boy, I was wrong, right? So once you realize what is involved, it's like, okay, I've got to have this skill set. I have to know how to market. I have to become a good uh, salesperson. I have to be very um, uh, empowering and impactful and inspiring speaker. So things started accumulating in terms of awareness of the skill sets that I was lacking. And um, many times in my life that I heard from friends and family, like, will you ever stop working hard? And I was like, I don't know how to not to, you know? Mm -hmm. I yeah, it's like because for me, I have very curious mind. For me, was I would like to learn how to heal people energetically because I see I see when I work with someone, it's not just the person who has money problems. It's just the person who has you know it's multidimensional being who probably has maybe problem with self confidence, with self worth, maybe some health issues maybe some spiritual uh, issues that were not addressed. And that's when I, I was like, okay, now I know how to invest. So I created programs about investing in the stock market, investing in real estate, investing in cryptocurrencies, but I realized it was not enough. And that's when I went back and I looked like, what did I do that worked for me? And that's how the millionaire method was born. I reverse engineered and I said, mindset, that's the foundation mm -hmm. of your financial yes. growth. Absolutely, yeah. right? Yes. I mean, we were just having this conversation yesterday with another guest about um, just changing your mindset around money and our money beliefs um, and how the, our money mindset's just so steeped in emotion and our relationship with money is very emotional. Um, but I just, I love your story because, well, number one, coming from um, another country, not speaking the language, there's just one barrier. 
and um, and then, you know, choosing, having to learn the language, having to start at the bottom and work your way up again after getting a degree in physics for Pete's sake. I mean, how humbling would that be? And um, to then, you know, become successful in the in the 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 way that our society defines success, which is you know a certain way, um, then to of your own volition and by choice walk away from that because of intuition, and I feel like that's huge because we all have the ability to hear and listen to that knowing. And we've just tuned it out so, so, so much that it's like, it's, it's like that radio in the background when the radio is always on, but you, you really, majority of the time you're not listening, but it's there, it's on, it's talking to you, it's speaking to you. You're not listening. Your ear isn't tuned to it. It's like being a mom and tuning out mom, mom, mom. Eventually we tune it out. Or we get to, to, or we tune out the, the, all the noise Mm -hmm. and, um, so that we can focus, but I think we've done ourselves as humans a disservice. Um, and we need to learn to tune back in to that intuition because look what it can do. It can literally save our life. You're just one example. You're just one example of so, so many people who decided, okay, I know this doesn't make any sense on paper. Other people are like, are you crazy? But this is what I know I'm supposed to do. And by doing it, you didn't die on 9-11. And, um, and then, you know, I think there's such a, a larger lesson to learn here other than just about becoming wealthy or becoming financially independent or becoming you know, uh, an entrepreneur. It isn't about that really deep down. It's about, are you, do you, are you fulfilled? Do you have anything left to give at the end of of the day to you? Do you listen to your inner voice anymore? Angelique, I think you summarize it so, so nice, so well, um, because many people feel that entrepreneurship is like it's the uh the 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 way to happiness or the way to fulfillment it's it's a tool but Mm -hmm. it all starts within you you really have to i believe that my journey uh, my entrepreneurial journey is the best personal development i ever had class right and uh, we all have each of us have a unique journey that our soul chose for us. For some reason, like my soul chose, you know, this zigging and zagging, you know, achieving your goal, dropping all the way down and then going back up and then dropping back. So we all have unique soul and honoring this. It's, uh, it's honoring your divine purpose. Because you're, we, we all have divine purpose on this planet. And uh, it's just um, not only wise thing to do, it's just very practical thing to do. Because if you don't, you will sabotage yourself, you will be miserable, doesn't matter how much money you have. And I know for some people it's like surprise because you're like financial coach and you're saying that money is not the most important thing. 
It is very important because money makes everything easier, but I would never put money on a pedestal. And I would never chase money because what you chase, you could never have full of, right? Because you, you will mm. always feel that you're not, you don't have enough. And um, no matter how little I had, uh, well, during the de my depression, it's a different story because I was suicidal. But when we just came and I was uh, trying to support my family and stuff like that, what I remember very clearly, and I remind this to my clients, I remember very clearly that I made conscious choice to focus on what works. We were healthy. We were young. We had enough money to have food. We had roof over my table, over uh, our uh, heads. So focusing on what works in your life, focusing on abundance that you have right now, because so many people don't have even what you have. It's very, very yeah. important. It doesn't matter how much you have, because you can have a lot and still feel that you don't have enough. And you can have not a lot and feel like, oh, my God, I am so grateful for the abundance that I have. And that makes a difference. Grateful people are much happier than those that have a lot. It's a very big difference, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, the grateful, being grateful. Yeah, that was my, we discussed it. So you you pick your, your word or your idea of what your focus is for the year. And last year, mine was being grateful, um, you know, grace and being grateful about, you know, what this looked like, what I was happy for. Like, okay, yes, there were ups and downs, but I was grateful for everything that we had daily for the littlest, tiniest things. Um, and I saw massive growth in the way I felt about myself, my business, my um, surroundings and all of that and still in the same place. But for me, the, the, the massive growth inside and just how that filled up and stuff and being grateful and being um, in gratitude about everything that um, we already had and what we would gain and what was we were gaining along the way and that mind shift mindset you know um mm -hmm. was, was definitely that was get a game changer because i think when you said you said it that entrepreneurship was your biggest change like mentally it, it sends you into this i hear personal a lot of development people, it's a personal development uh opportunity mm -hmm. for me it yeah. was the biggest one yeah and, and i just want so to add something because gratitude is Gratitude is very important, but I also know that there were moments in my life, even after my dark uh, night of the soul, there were moments in my life when I knew that I needed to ask God for help, ability to surrender, because I thought like when coach approached me and I was like, I can't afford you because I was this macho uh, corporate woman that I was smart, I was uh, well uh, educated, I had great experience, I can handle anything. No, you can't. I mean, I'm talking about mm. myself. As I spoke, right. as, as I realized, I couldn't. I needed help. I needed help from the coach, and I also needed higher power, higher uh, God's intervention to, to, like I said, to open my heart so I will be open-minded and be more aware of the 
invisible uh, force that we all have access to, right? We talked about intuition. We all have access to this power. And uh, intuition is, uh, it was, this discovery of the power of intuition was worth all my struggles. That's how important it is. Mm-hmm. That's how important yeah, it is. I- it is really important. And I think the catalyst, and this has come up time and time again with uh, our guests, is having that coach or mentor. Mm-hmm. Having a coach or mentor um, and the value in that, that it goes beyond how much you spend on that coach or mentor um, or how much time you invest with them. It's it's exponential. Um, and oftentimes we can't get to where we could potentially be without that, right? Without that person, um, you know, mentoring you, coaching you. Um, we don't know. We because, don't know. And it's not because, like, I'm talking about myself. It's not because you're not smart enough or you're not experienced enough. It's just sometimes you, you're so close to the situation that you cannot see clearly. Like in, my, in my case, I was so close. I couldn't see clearly what was happening with me. It needed someone outside of my immediate environment to, to, to point out, right? So it's, it just, it's just that simple. That's why uh, everybody has coaches. I Right now, I have spiritual coach. I have business coach. I have marketing coach. I have several coaches to support me because now I know how important it is. And back then, for me, it was a matter of life and death. Yeah. And once you learn how important it is, it's like you, you can't go without it. It's kind of addictive, um, <laughs> but in a very good, in a very good way. So, um, Millen, thank you so much. I just want to say that having support, whether it's your coach, whether it's your good therapist or whatever, whatever else, uh, whatever form of support it is for you, it's a form of self-love. If you appreciate yourself, if you feel you're worthy, of support and being uh, feeling good about yourself and your love. Uh, that's that's how you demonstrate this, right? Because self-love is the engine of any success, whether it's financial success or business success. If you don't love yourself, you will not be successful and you will not be wealthy either. So that's why it's that that important and form of self-leadership yeah. as well. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Thank you, Millen. Thank you so much. I do want to um, mention that uh, you mentioned you've got a couple of books out there. You can get those on Amazon. Um, And the website for Millen is daretochangelife.com. You need to go there and get the free wealth planner that she has out there. In addition to that, she has online courses. She's got live training um, that you can um, benefit from. So please uh, take a moment and check out her website. We will drop all the links for everything we've mentioned during the podcast in the show notes uh, for those that uh, like to check out the show notes. I'm one of those people. I'm always uh, writing the show notes for websites and other free resources. So Melinda, thank you so, so much. And we really appreciate the time that you've given to us and, um, and the story that you shared. I think that you started out um, quite, quite succinctly and we all have a story to share 
um, I think we we all do. And um, so thank you for sharing yours with our listeners thank today. You. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you for the opportunity to chat with you on this visual virtual porch. Ah, I love it. I'm gonna we're gonna have to use that virtual porch. We're just gonna have a little chit chat on the virtual porch. Go cat. Use it. Um, so we, uh, usually end up with in the podcast episode with one ask our ask of right now, we're just focused on getting those followers on YouTube. So if you don't already follow us on YouTube, please, please, please go out, give us a follow. If you already follow us, please, uh, you know, share, invite others to, uh, to, to follow us in some, you know, another channel, if not on YouTube, share YouTube videos and somebody go, Hey, check out this podcast. We would really, really appreciate that. And, uh, you can find us on Fempreneur True Confessions, uh, on YouTube. So, uh, until next time we will, uh, talk to you later. Have a great week, you guys. Have a great week, everyone.